think of that voice of doubt. That's they're saying exactly the same thing about you. Oh, so why don't you just say, excuse me, shut up. Shut up, will yeah. you? That's that's not true. That's not true. We find ourselves today down at the Beaufort Street Bookstore in Mount Lawley with today's guest, Mac Reed. And we're going to be speaking with Mac because he has managed to build a very successful personal brand and business as a health ambassador in Australia. This podcast is going to be perfect for someone who is wanting to build their own personal brand or wanting to have a job that gives them more flexibility. If you wish you had more time to exercise every day or attend more social functions, then I suggest you listen in because Mac will tell you how he went from being just a humble window cleaner to a TV personality, enjoying a life full of social interaction. You're listening to the iCuckoo Podcast with Alex Shepard. Pilot your potential and take off. Well, I have seen you popping up all over the place on um, social media and at events and things. Um, You also run your own business. I do. You've been on TV. I have, yes. Um, So you're sort of doing lots and lots of things. How do you um, manage to do it all? Do you have a strategy? And yeah, how do you find time for exercise and balance? Um... Good question, probably because I place a lot of importance on balance, exercise, um, healthy body, healthy mind, and they're like priorities in my life, I guess, yeah. Okay, yeah. So you do keep a very, um, you're a very chilled kind of person. Am I? You are. A lot of people say I'm quite intense, so thank you. Really? I'll take that as a great compliment. Maybe it's because we're in a bookstore and there's beautiful jazz music playing. (laughs) You got a sense of chill. Yeah, quite chilled. That coffee hasn't made me chill though. It's made me a bit jittery, if anything. But yeah. Well, can you um, chat to us a little bit about how you do keep a uh, calm and positive mindset with so much going on? Uh, yeah. Okay. Great. Um, I guess the importance of being as present as possible. Obviously, meditation helps. I don't meditate as probably as much as I should, um, because I find my love of the ocean and, and surfing, stand-up paddle surfing. Um, really helps me with with staying present and yeah chilled I don't know if that's the greatest definition of me because um, I'm constantly on the go okay I'm constantly doing things but there there definitely has to be a balance a balance um, between all aspects of my life I've been running a business for 12 years at periods it's been really busy like especially it's very seasonal in summer it gets very busy but in winter it really dies off so I have um, time to to focus on what I want out of life um, but yeah I guess meditation and and people for for me if I, surrounding myself with, with with like-minded positive people friends family and people that I really love spending time with like that's um, probably how I stay as grounded as I do and, yeah. and um, that chilled aspect I guess it comes from that. So yeah. yeah. Do you use any um, like apps like Asana or anything for planning your day, or do you kind of just yeah, good, wing it? <laughs> good question. Um, I find I, this is great. This is more business, really. Community. Yeah. Sorry, this is more <laughs> community. community culture. This is more culture. Um, I find calendar a calendar view doesn't really always work for me. I don't know. I'm 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 very scattered with planning right i really need um like i i required the services of an agent for all the publicity and stuff about nine months ago which which is great he sets up sets up an itinerary for me to to live by apart from this Mm -hmm. like he's usually saying you've got to be there this weekend and and i said to him yesterday without you i would be screwed like he he sets up a lot of my social media posts as well um he's like you know we have to post we have to post and i've been saying to him for months that I'll get some sort of schedule with my post, but I never do. He's just constantly bombarding me with with messages like, when are we going to do this? So um, do I have any apps? I've got this great little app called Workflowy. I haven't used it as much as I I probably should, but I was introduced to that by a business mentor two years ago. Um, And that's more, it's not necessarily a a calendar. It's more of a a list view and you can um, open and close certain lists. And I just use that as a calendar. So I'll get Tuesday, the 22nd of the 3rd and, and so on. So um, so that I use quite a few apps for my, my business, my window cleaning business. They're yeah. Slack, which is like a group messaging app. Okay. It's sort of like text messaging, Slack. but it's across all platforms. Okay. Um, it's starting to become really common now. A lot of people use it. A lot of 
big corporate companies use it as well. Um, GeoOp I use with my business. It's like a scheduling software. Okay. It's web-based. Scheduling like... Um, scheduling my jobs. Yeah, okay. Scheduling my things. window cleaning yeah. jobs. So, yeah. Um, but, but yeah, that's pretty much what else. So Instagram, obviously, <laughs> use that quite yeah. a bit. I find we're all getting really addicted to Instagram. Yeah, which is, don't, you can lose a lot of time. Yeah. Two, friend, two of my closest friends have said recently that they find themselves after three or four hours go, oh my goodness, where, where is that time just gone? Yeah. And I can find myself on it as well, especially if you've got that little notification number, that little red. Yes. And I find if I'm trying to complete a task and I need my phone, if I get, to, I get distracted by that Instagram notification and if it's there, I'll go straight into Instagram and five minutes later, I'll be like, well, what am I doing? So, I was, I was yeah. meant to be doing, accomplishing something now, but instead I'm going straight to Instagram. So I think it's good for us to just leave our phone yeah. down sometimes and not look at it and just turn it off for a yeah. while. So this, I suppose, before you were saying you've been going to the library to do certain work. Yeah, yeah. Has that made you put away that Instagram or the phone? Is that maybe why you got more yep, done? I guess so. I, I go in the quiet room in the, um, in the library. Mm. The reason why I've I've been recognised a few times in the last few weeks, and um, it got to the point where I wasn't getting a lot done, like, and so I needed to go in the quiet room where no one can speak. Oh. So you have to turn your phone off in the quiet room. Yeah. So I leave it face down, so no, no, no notification, so I can't see it. Yeah. And um, again, like I was saying before, that you've got I only have three hours on the computers there and the internet, so. I try and utilise that as much as possible. Yeah, have to optimise your time. You really do. So you've got a deadline, and I've spoken about deadlines with you as well. Yeah. You've got that three-hour deadline. Okay, I'm here to do such and such and such. Let's do it in that three hours. So, so getting that guy um, that's been helping you sort of um, with the structuring of your day and stuff, has that sort of helped you sort of go to the next level with That's good. career um, or...? Oh, which one? My agent are yeah. you talking about? Um, the one that sort of says you've got a post and yeah, you've got yeah, to be okay. at this event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, J- Jimmy, or Jimmy Silver, I call him. I think his real name's Lloyd, but his surname, okay. sorry, his middle name is James, and I call him Jimmy Silver. He's from um, London, Manchester. He's from England anyway. Yeah. Um, he's come over here to be with his wife, and they're just about to have a child, actually, and he's, he's quite integral in my life at the moment. Right. Um, I would class him as a good friend. He's helping me with the publicity side of things because yeah. I'm not really good at exposing myself before all this publicity. Yeah. I was pretty private sort of, not not that private, like I'm still, I like that being vulnerable yeah. and face to face. I love opening up to people, but I guess um, when it comes to social media and stuff, I used to think of my life as quite private, not needing to share. And obviously these days, that's quite the opposite. Yeah. You can't hide anything from anyone. So um, so he, he, like I was saying before, I, I don't, I'm not really good at marketing myself. I'm not really good at approaching companies or, yeah. or anyone for that instance and saying, okay, I want to do this. I want to collaborate with you. Here's the one that does that for me, yeah. um, which I find is, is hugely beneficial and our, our friendships blossom because of it and and the opportunities that have arisen from him being on my side um yeah speaks volumes is 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 a great individual and it's yeah it's truly beneficial so So he's very much in your your team your close little network yeah he is he is and he he keeps um which is very humbling again he keeps saying regularly how much i inspire him through um through my posts and, and just things that i say to him so that's really humbling that's so do you recommend other people try and get themselves, like if they're wanting to um, progress in like um, a particular career in, you know, uh, maybe motivational speaking or TV or something like that, do you think it's integral to get someone like him? Or? I think, in my opinion, it's integral in any aspect of life. If you want to improve, find resources. We've got all these resources at our fingertips right mm. and to me they're in the forms of people yeah they're in the forms of people there's so many people out there to help you there's so many beautiful people out there to help you to to reach to to help you to reach your goal so if you want to um um if you want to improve it, it some aspects that i like some subjects like surfing mm. i'll go and find someone to teach me to surf or i'll go and find someone to to 
get me to a fit point where I can go and tackle big waves. So I'll go and see a personal trainer that will specialise in um, um, like holding breath techniques. And you know, I mean, yeah. I think it's very important in all aspects of life to go and find a mentor or someone that's been there and done that to help you get there. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, that's what we're all about. We're all here as a community. Yeah, helping help one, one another, another. Yep. coming together and I would love to be that person for, for for someone or for for many people you know I'd love to help them get to a certain point in their life yeah I'm sure well you're already doing that I think with lots of people Do through your social so? media I think you are in little in little ways and yeah wow thank I can you. see you definitely doing big things definitely Alex so. I really appreciate that and if that's <laughs> um I I, I I'm really humbled by that, but I, I would love to be able to make people think differently when it comes. Like I was in a really bad state six years ago, just after my 30th birthday, um, came out of a six-year relationship. I've spoken about it a bit, and I was in a really, really dark place. And I don't really want anyone to have to go through that. So I, I you know, it was how I was communicating with myself at the time, and I, I, I want people to have different communication tools with themselves. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, that's it's the communication with ourselves that that we perceive life to be. You know, like my life wasn't that much different six years ago. It was just how I was communicating with myself. Mm, how you were perceiving what was out there, and I think you've probably taken a few big, um, big bravery steps as well with some of the choices or things that you've done lately, which kind of leads me into the next question. Yeah. Um, <laughs> bravery? I bravery. Don't I don't know if they're that bravery. brave. don't so, know if it's that brave. Seriously. Well, you, you do something that I think is a little bit, a little bit crazy, is um, you like to go out and chase down these big, big surf waves. Yeah, yeah. And I want you to tell the people about the story you told me the other week about Rottnest and <laughs> going out in those sharky waters. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay, I was in Rottnest a few weeks ago and my dad, my father works on the Rottnest barge so it takes all the stock over to Rottnest. So all the stock, any business or store over there, the boat that he's on takes all the stock over there. So I can get over there for free, basically. It takes me an hour and a half, so I go there quite regularly. And I knew this particular break in Rottnest would be on and throughout the week it's, it's, it's pretty quiet over there, especially in winter. And there's this break called Transits there. Now it's not, it's not the heaviest break. It's not the strongest break over there, but apparently it's a very good suppers wave. And I like to sup surf. Mm -hmm. And my father told me a story when I was a kid. He would have been about my age, like mid thirties, and he said um, that he was chased by a shark there once. He was out there by himself. He was chased by a shark, paddled as quickly as he could to the rocks. Thank goodness wasn't eaten alive. And that story. As you can imagine, for the last 20 years, it's played it's, out in my mind. Yeah, and it's probably yeah. got a bit more fearful and bigger. <laughs> uh, of yeah. course, of Each course. Time you play it over, yeah. And with all the, the shark sightings these days and the shark attacks, mm. it's only made the, the story more prominent, I guess. Um, and sure enough, I went over there. It was, a, I think it was a Tuesday or a Thursday afternoon, and it was huge, and there was no one out there. And I just thought I needed to test myself. This is... This is what I want to do. I want to be, um, I want to be adventurous, and I want to be known as adventurous. At the moment, I'm, I'm I guess I'm pursuing some of my goals, but mm -hmm. no one knows that aspect uh, about me. No one knows that I like to pursue adrenaline. You know, like I, I love to jump out of planes. I really want to skydive solo this year. Wow! And I'd love to base jump. Every time I see okay. base jumping, or the guys in the the wingsuits, I actually think I was meant to be doing that. It comes to my mind. I was like. I, this is what I was put on this earth to do. So you're an adrenaline junkie. Yeah, massively. Huge, oh. huge adrenaline junkie. So, But surfing is more... There's more adrenaline for me with surfing than there ever was skydiving. Like surfing... What? Because the, 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 the power of Mother Nature, the power of the ocean is, uh, is scary. It, is it can really scare you. And the ways yeah. that I surf, I'm sure majority of professionals and some of the big wave charges down in Margaret River would think they were small. But that day when I was at, at Rottnest, it was it was pretty big. It was like a good six foot and I was out there pretty much by myself. Thank goodness some older guy paddled out. So it was just him and I. We weren't really speaking a lot to one another. Um, and that you're really stepping out of your comfort zone. And, and that's that adrenaline. 
it, it, I feel alive. And that's when you're truly present. You are not thinking about anything else. Yeah. There's not that um, voice of doubt going in your mind. You are truly in that moment. You're forced to be. You're forced to be present, yeah. yeah. So. so what is it then that makes you crave adrenaline like that? Uh, or take those big um, big jumps, I suppose. <laughs> Good question. Do I know? Um, Were you born with that? or? No. Surprisingly enough, as a kid, I at the Royal Show, I wouldn't go on any rides. Hated heights. I was scared of everything when I was a kid. So what was the turning point? How do you develop something? Uh, I, really, like I, I can't tell you. I don't know. know. Um, I just love that, that adrenaline. Mm. It just pushes me out of my comfort zone. Mm. And I find pushing yourself out of your comfort zone, that's when it, the growth happens. That's when the true growth happens. And, and that's when you you reap some really big rewards. You know, You reap the benefits yeah. of pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, I don't know. No, no, it totally does. Because I, um, I think that comes back to sort of anything that you do in life. Um, you know, even if, for, for me, for instance, I always wanted to do boxing. I've spoken to you about this yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I, I put it off for a good year because I was too scared to go. One, I thought I was going to get punched in the face, which isn't even going to happen at the start because you're just learning. But so, has it happened though? No, not yet. That hasn't happened yet? Yet. Because I will fight one day. You get, you, yeah, you, you have aspirations to spar, don't yeah. you? Like yeah, one day. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That scares me. <laughs> but this second that scares fear... scares me you doing that. <laughs> Kai, I'm sure it would scare you as well. Like. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the, the bigger thing, though, for me was stepping into a room of people that I didn't know. It was um, not having someone to partner up with, even in, in pad techniques. It, it was those sorts of things that held me back from doing something for a good year and now I finally took that jump and decided to go and commit and now I love it and that has been my reward that I'm doing something that I really love and I'm committed to and and all of that but I suppose okay, okay. how do yeah do you know how like how can so can I ask you yeah. so you took a year actually thinking about boxing yeah until you made the decision yeah I'm gonna finally do this you rubbed mm. up enough courage to be like yep Let's take the next step. I'm gonna start. Is that is that correct? Yeah, pretty in much. That? Yeah. And what 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 I guess what what were you fearful of being by yourself? Yeah, I think it was more like fear of looking silly or not having yeah being on my own or not having being on to, your own. Yeah, like yeah, not. Right. It was unpredictable. Actually, I think it's probably yeah. It took a while for me to learn to be comfortable in the unknown. Right. And just taking whatever comes. And so, what do you think about that that now? Do you, do you like the unknown though? Because I guess boxing mm. is all about unknown, right? Yeah. You don't know when the next punch is going to come. Yeah. You don't know where True. it's going to be an uppercut, yeah. a jab. Yeah. I think for me, it's been just like um, the more you practice or putting yourself in situations that you just have to respond. Yeah, you do. The more you get used to it, I suppose. Yeah. But I, I got to say, I'm probably not the best at walking into a group of room of people like how do you I'm walk sure into a big would. room like how do you do it what's what are your techniques so say you walk into a big room of um yeah. all these you know well-known people even or not well-known people or yeah. important people so-called important people yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how do you like what's your strategy do oh, you, we're all just... important at the end of the day we're all equal yeah i'm a huge believer of equality so um yeah okay let's 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 touch on that i guess you have to think, which I guess at certain points in my life I didn't, but equality. I'm okay. I'm like everyone else here. We're part of humanity. Yeah? Mm. We're all just flesh and blood. Mm -hmm. it, and we've got a soul. So um, so think of it that way. I, I have enough confidence within myself these days to think that I can handle any conversation yeah. or I can walk away from any conversation. Um and my, my love for people as well, <laughs> the beautiful people tag that I've got yeah. at the moment, it's, I, I, I love, I, something I love doing, leaving my front door at the start of the day and potentially, knowing potentially, I could meet my best friend. Oh, that's exciting. Do, do you know, because yeah. I mean, we, we meet, all of us have the opportunity to meet so many people throughout the day and introduce friends into our life. And that's only going to benefit all of us mm. at the end of the day. So is that something you really you think about before you... All, all the time. Wow. Yeah, like almost daily. That I could wow. potentially meet my best friend today. 
So, like, do you have a leading line that you t- to talk to him? Is it just um, yeah, it? leading line? Yeah. Hi, how are you? Do you know what? That's I'm the Mac. most simple going? line, and it seems to be something that we're yeah. Hi, how are you? I'm Mac. Yeah, what's your name? And you can yeah. pretty much work out pretty quickly if they're receptive to it or not. Yeah. If they want to have a conversation with you, they will. And there are people like me. There are weird people like me out there. <laughs> That will be open to a conversation. Yeah. And I obviously love that. And then sometimes people might be sitting on the fence to sort yeah. of work out what your your motive is, mm-hmm. which for me, there's not much of a motive. A lot of the time I get I get the salesman pitch. Oh, really? Yeah, because it, it, it's people don't, as we've already spoken about, people don't see it as being genuine. Yeah. They okay. think I'm trying to sell them something. A lot of the time um, people ask, um, okay, what are you trying to sell? Like, I'm nothing. I'm just saying hi. How are you doing? I'm just selling me. (laughs) Because, again, I've thought about this. Every person in the world, majority I would say, every individual thinks that they can have a positive impact on the world. So everyone Mm -hmm. has a story. So let the people, give the person presence. It's one of the biggest gifts you can give someone is presence to tell that story to make them feel good about themselves. Because again, every single person thinks they can have a massive positive impact and they've got the dream. And sometimes when a person gets to a certain age, that dream is is lost somewhat and they become disgruntled. But still that dream, that desire to make this huge positive impact in the world, to to, to be known for it as well, is still there. So you may as well listen to that person and give them Give them that presence. Yeah, give them the opportunity to tell to, their story. Exactly. So what do you do if someone um, just turns their back on you or gives you the... Happens all the time. The fourth wall? Really? Yeah, Alex, happens all the time. You just walk off, just let it, brush it off. Um, if that happens more than once in a day, which it can, yeah. I, I, I had a role at um, Coast, Coast on the Beach. It's a, it's a bar. It's um, um, a bar in Port Beach there. And when this publicity came about with the show, Left Bank, the, you know where yeah, Left Bank is, yeah. they approached me and said, look, we'd like you to just walk around and talk to people and okay. we'll give you free alcohol for it. Okay. It's like, wow, that's <laughs> okay. like my dream job. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, sign me up. <laughs> Great. And I was doing a little bit of bar work with Coast at the moment because I had aspirations to, to own a bar at that time. And I said, look, guys, I'm really sorry, but they've given me this opportunity of a lifetime. I can't pass it up. And... They said, well, do you know what? Stuff them. They're our competitor. We want you to do that role here instead. I was like, great. This is great. Every Sunday afternoon, went there, had drinks, and just had to speak to every single person. Now, to lots I've spoken to, that would be really pushing them out of their comfort zone. That would be a bit too much to handle. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't think my brother or sister could ever do that. Mm -hmm. But that, I really, really love that. Now... Not all, not everyone is receptive to that, unfortunately. And there were a few times where, like I remember if one of my, not opening lines, but if you could, you could tell by speaking to someone if they weren't really that keen on speaking to you. Mm-hmm. And if they weren't, I'd say, look, I'm just here. I'm like a feedback officer for Coast. Just wondering if you're having a good time, if there's anything we can change. And one girl said to me once, she said, yeah, could you tell management that we really prefer for pesky um, staff of Coast not to come up and talk to us? And so, so, and, and as you can imagine, uh, that dented my ego a bit. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, you're pesky. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like she said something really along those lines and she said it quite rudely and, um, and that sort of shook me a bit. Just sort yeah. of shook me. And you, you do from time to time... Um, get people that aren't, aren't too receptive to to how I approach people with mm. that friendly nature I'd like to think so um, if you get that more than once in a day yeah it does um, dent your ego somewhat but you just you have to keep pushing on mm. further and further I guess so so how important is networking then for like career wise do you think hugely important yeah huge career wise it is in life though isn't it as well yeah all aspects of life, like resources again, like in forms of people. Mm. People are the, the reason you and I are here today. Mm. Our parents raised us, our parents brought us into this world and, and mentors and guardians, um, brothers, sisters, like friends, family friends that they've all brought us into this world and they've made us who we are today. So I think it's, it's, it's hugely important for me in business. I'm not the most astute business owner. 
my business doesn't earn millions per year. Um, the only reason why we've been able to continue after 13 years is just because of the beautiful people that have come into my business, staff and, and clients alike, yeah. you know, and, and people that I've looked up to that have helped me in business as well. So it is the only reason I'm still here. Yeah. So how did you, um, how did you, I mean, going on the show that you were on, like, yeah. but I suppose the second one, maybe was it an easier decision to go on or not like doing bachelor in paradise but even then the first one like that's a big decision you're deciding to go on like putting the concept aside you know going on tv and being you on tv that's quite a big brave sort of decision how did you contemplate that like or didn't you think about it you just went i'm just not going to think about this and just jump into it i just wanted to do it yeah i, I really wanted to do it i not a lot of people know this. I, I, I think I've told you this, um, that I was on a reality TV show in Sicily oh, in 2016. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I, had a, I had an interview four days later in Rome in a live studio. And cut a long story short, I, I, I became that nauseous that I, I almost pulled out. I was like, I can't do this. This is not for me. I, had, I was riddled with anxiety. Pushed through that and got asked the first question by this gorgeous Italian model in a live studio. And all that, all that um, anxiety, all that nervous energy just spilt out of me. I was able to truly express myself. And uh, about five minutes later, after it had all finished, I was like, you know what, that felt really good. That, felt, that was like adrenaline again. I was going to say, this is coming yeah. back to your adrenaline. It, it was like the chasing. adrenaline, you know. And, um, and I was like, you know what, I, I want to do this. And... I'd applied for The Bachelorette the year before, so the 2016 one, mm -hmm. and I was in Sydney at the time, so I missed the Perth auditions. And from all accounts, like they were really quite pleased with me, but I just couldn't make it to the Perth auditions. So 2017 came around, I'd had a little bit of TV experience, knew I'd wanted to do this. Mm -hmm. And so when it came along, I was like, yeah. And I had, a, I had a really good feeling as soon as I spoke. And Sophie Monk as well, I'd sort of always been pretty keen on Sophie Monk. Um, and the fact that she was the, the bachelorette, I just had a really good feeling about it. So it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a moment of, oh, do I want to do this? Yeah, it was just a really good yeah, experience. Yeah, but Bachelor yeah. in Paradise was definitely, it was like, mm, do I want to do this? Ah. Uh, yeah. Was that because of what happened coming off the first show or yeah, you yeah, had yeah. lots of things going on, other uh, goals? No, no, no. It was, it was because of how... I've spoken about this openly. It's how the show. You see, I never, I never really watched a lot of reality TV, and I still don't. Um, how the show can manipulate an individual, someone's personality, so much, and I felt as if, yeah, they gave me a pretty favourable edit compared to most people mm -hmm. on the show, but still didn't portray me as as the person I am. Mm -hmm. It portrayed me as this awkward, blubbering mess, which I'd like to consider myself far from that. So coming off that, then you. Do you start to think that that is who you are or did you pretty much just be very strong within yourself and go, well, that's not me? Uh, yeah, good question. Um, definitely, no. I was strong enough to think that that's yeah, not me. That's, yeah. But I had to get my story out there, I guess, yeah. what happened to me. And again, I'll say I had a favourable edit to, if, compared to a few of my, my counterparts, like a friend of mine, Ryan, that was on the show. He was classed as the, the absolute villain and everyone hated him all this the Australian public whoever watches those shows they hated him so he's an absolute gentleman really down to earth guy and I, I was um, I was pretty disappointed how they portrayed him myself and a few others and then in Bachelor in Paradise was just another level that was extreme it was really really extreme so mm. they portrayed me probably really well um, but I went through a, a range of different motions uh, emotions sorry in Bachelor in Paradise and they portrayed me as the person I was for once and oh. it was yeah really really good so cool. yeah but I did get really upset I got really angry I um, got really happy there were fleeting moments of happiness as well but it was I, it, it was quite a an emotional battle the whole time you were there so do you think then the second time you're just being you a bit more you're not holding back on anything you're just yeah being in the moment yeah 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 definitely and they, they they explained that to me before i went on yeah. like just this time just be yourself mm -hmm. 
Yeah. yeah. Can you about that? So, um, yeah, now with any other decision that you make in sort of your life, any big decision or little decisions even, is there something that you try to do that will um, tune you into like what your intuition's telling you? Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm probably... Uh, I probably don't look too much into intuition. Like there's a very indecisive aspect to me. <laughs> I don't always make the... The, the quickest decisions but one of my mentors Tony Robbins he talks about like it, you know life is made in your decisions so I try and make decisions quicker mm-hmm. and if it doesn't work out if it, if, if it doesn't work out it's a mistake that you learn from and you'll do better the next time Yeah. so I try and make decisions very quickly now and just and uh and yeah. Yeah, and go from there and deal yeah, with and it you learn. Yeah, do, yeah, and deal with the consequences afterwards. Yeah. There's I suppose the more you do things, the more you know which is going to be more in tune with your personal values anyway. Isn't exactly. It? Like surfing. It's, just, yeah. it's, it's all about the little decisions that you make. And, um, you know, you can, come, you, you can come off second best with a wave a lot of the time, but then you make that a, a different decision the next time or those small little increments, you know. Yeah, and improve. Mm-hmm. Um, I read this quote that you put on one of your Instagram posts wow. and I thought it was amazing. It was, well, you might have did it in your story, but it was the Jim, um, Jim Carrey yeah, quote. Yeah. Um, I'll read it out so the people know what it is. Yeah, cool. It says, you can fail at something you don't like, so you might as well take a chance on something you love doing. How has that quote changed how you live your life now? Yep. I probably only heard that quote six to 12 months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, great quote. Makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? I was like, hmm. (laughs) Yeah. True. Jim Carrey, aside from that funny man facade, there's quite an intelligent man there. You know, there's quite Mm. an... And um, I guess in the last six to 12 months, started listening to a little bit of his stuff on YouTube. Um, He's got some other great quotes as well. You should really look into him. But how has it changed me? Young kid in the gym the other day. Um, It was only a few days ago. His name's Isaac. And it was just him and I in the gym. I think it was quite late or it was on a weekend, maybe a Sunday. And him and I were training and we hadn't seen one another. And he's 16. I think he goes to Scotch College, is it? Or maybe Shenton College. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, what's, what's happening? What's, what's going on in your life? And he said, oh, you know, you're at school. You know, I'm in year 12 now. I think he's in year 11 or 12. And I said, so what do you want to do? And he said, look, I don't know what I want to do. I said, you know, you're not... You shouldn't be expected to know what you want to do at 16, 17. I said, like, I still, there's still parts of me that doesn't know what to do. And I'm like 20 years older than you, so don't worry about it. He said, yeah, but I'd really, I'd really like to be an actor. You know, I'd really like to. And he said, I think I'm pretty good at it. I said, well, you've definitely got the looks for it. Like, you're six foot two, like, model looks. I said, definitely got the looks for it. Um, you know, you're big, you're fit. He's a Hemsworth. (laughs) It could be a Hemsworth. It could be a Hemsworth. And I said, like, mate aspire to be like that and yeah. said oh yeah it's a pretty hard industry to get in and you know only a few people make it and it's like well but don't let that put you off yeah if you're determined and you're committed to it and you've got good communication with yourself you can do it i said for in my example like i run a window cleaning company i never thought at 16 that i'd be a window the cleaner cleaner. in 20 years time and i could have failed in that window cleaning company like you know there's been times even in the last two to three years that I thought I'm going to have to close down the doors of this Mm. business after it's been going for 10 plus years because we're not going that well or you know I'm not really enjoying it anymore Mm. I could have failed in that window cleaning business I could have I also could have failed in trying to become an actor Mm. you know something that I really would have loved and aspired to do so do what you love doing why do you think we're so we seem to be a bit ashamed of going after our big dreams sometimes Right. So something like that, when you said that, he was like, you know, a lot of people fail in it. Do you think it's that we're like too embarrassed for some reason to be like, I really want to be an actor and own it? Yep, fear. It is, isn't it's it? fear it's of failure. fear again, yeah. Surely, it's fear of failure. Mm. And then I wonder if we don't go for those um, dream goals because we don't want to fail at the thing that we love. So maybe we think it's easy to fail at something we don't particularly care about. So true. And that's yeah. not really a good decision to make. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So we could fail at so much yeah. in our life. But you learn from your mistakes, right? Yeah. And you keep pushing forward. Yeah. And as I was trying to be a bit of an insight into 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 his his mind, I guess, it's like just 
aspire to be to be great like yeah. do it yeah. just go and do it like the, the Nike <laughs> Nike logo yeah. just, just do, do it. it seriously just do it yeah. and back to decisions just make a freaking decision yeah. Yeah. so instead of that indecisive me just make a decision, decision. Yeah. and if, if it fails great you, yeah. you learn from that mistake mm. you move on so. so to that boy then what what if he decides now yeah I'm just going to do it I want to be an actor what should be the first thing that somebody like that should do then is it to to get like a coach and just good question I wonder um, what it, it's you know they're getting off the ground seems to be the tricky bit good question uh, have you ever had this like if you want to if you have a problem with your phone or with Telstra or <laughs> some provider do you really some people like this but do you really want to get online and find out the problem or do you just want to talk to someone yeah, good point. Just want to talk. You just want Deal to talk to someone, don't yeah. you? And a majority of the time, you can't talk to someone. That frustrates you more than anything. Mm. If you're looking to um, to be an actor, like young Isaac mm. wanting to be an actor, wouldn't you prefer to talk to someone that's been there and done that so you can yeah. get that information really quickly instead of having to read a book, which I'm a big advocate of reading, reading books, books, obviously, because yeah. you can always improve in every aspect of your life. But I would, for me personally, I would go and search for that person that can that can yeah. get me there you and you know. can do it now through Instagram like you know touch exactly. base and then get a contact and go on the phone you can or find out what events they're at and you just can. go up face to face yeah and again it, it, it is that fear that's stopping us from doing that yeah. that fear of rejection yeah oh, it goes through my mind all the time you know the fear of rejection is actually real for all of us um, I probably put off those important calls all the time but is there a saying about like a quote you should be doing what you you don't want to do. Yeah. You should be doing most what you don't actually want to do. Mm. And it's it's so true. Like every time I put off that call and you finally make that call, it's like a weight off your shoulders. It's like, wow, that was no yeah. as bad as and I thought. Why it was did be. I put so much emotion into the big build up to that? The big build up. Yeah. The big mental build, build up. Yeah. Instead of just and, and if Again, I'll bring it back. Like, um, if I'm in a big room of, of lots of people, yeah. I've got enough confidence in myself now to, to, to feel right in any conversation that I have, you know. And if I'm not um, sure of a subject that I'm talking about mm. to someone, um, ask them about it. Look, I'm, I don't know about what you're talking about. Teach yeah, me. Just put it back. back Te- onto yeah, them. teach me. Yeah. Like, what was that word you said? Sorry. Like, that's some, that could make me look stupid. Right. Yeah. I think I asked my brother and my mum the other day. Can you, my little brother that's four years younger than me is like, what was that word that you guys just said? <laughs> yeah. I'd like to think of myself as somewhat intelligent. I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed, but um, you can you can learn. Yeah. Learn so you can make that phone call. Oh. Like like go and search for that person. Like you say, yeah. social media makes it so easily accessible these days. Mm, just make the leap. Yeah. So you've met Isaac down at the gym. Yeah, Isaac is a good um... kid. Good kid, and there's a few. Others, there's, there's a like that he hangs around that go down the, the gym. Yeah. Uh, Rupert and Young Niv, some Dutch guy as well. Yeah. So. so you're in there trying to bulk up, is that right? Uh, at the moment, <laughs> I am. Yeah, it's 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 working, I guess. Yeah. Definitely bulking up around the midriff. But uh. <laughs> <laughs> why are you wanting to bulk? Is there something that's come coming up? Or? Yeah, excellent question again. You're great at this. You're fantastic. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you're very, very good at asking questions. Thank you. I wish the roles were reversed, actually. I hope I can <laughs> no, have a podcast one day. Yeah, we'll do a switch. I, I would love to, okay? Um, why? Another young dude in the stand-up paddle shop the other day. He's like, oh, so do, you go, do you go to the gym? And he's, I think he is 20, 21. I was like, mate, I've been going to the gym pretty much daily since I was your age. And for him to not even know that, that annoys me somewhat. In the same gym? No, no, he was in, we weren't in the gym. We were in the stand-up paddle shop. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah he okay. works there. Yep. Um, French guy. Oh, and you feel like, physique-wise, like, well, you should be like, look at me. Exactly. I go to the gym. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, cool. <laughs> unless I have my top off, doesn't no one really knows that I go to the gym. And at the moment, I wouldn't want to take my top off because I don't look like I go to the gym because I've got this great little midriff on me. So, um, so the reason I want to is because to be to be for it to be physically visible yeah, right. that I am going to the gym. My, my goal this year was to get to ninety kilos. It's been the first winter that I haven't been traveling the world or been on a TV show. 
that I don't have to worry too much about taking my, my kid off. Okay. You know, so this year was about getting to 90 kilos. I reached 90 kilos um, a few days, like last week, I think it was, when oh, I saw my naturopath. Yeah. So now I'm just going to cut it right back. Yeah. Well, cut out as many carbs. I'm only going to have like 30 grams of carbs instead of astronomical amount of carbs I was having. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, try and get down to that nice, nice, not, yeah, ripped look, I guess. Yeah. Without Just sounding say. vain, without That's sounding right. too vain. That's right, you want to be rich. But... You want to you be Zac Efron's body? <laughs> we were looking at earlier. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about Zac Efron's body. I wouldn't want to be um, putting it's chicken breasts looking... into a blender. <laughs> yeah. So I've eaten enough chicken breasts over the last few weeks and it's, yeah, it's not. It, it's, is it enjoyable? I guess I associate, I mean, I associate, um, what it's going to do for me. Actually, that brings up that thing, the other thing you said to me the other day about <clears throat> this uh, emotional connection that you make with your food. Mm. Uh, so this connection you have to good food and bad food. And it's something that comes from within you that stops you from eating yep. the bad stuff. Can yep. you explain that? Because I would love to be able to learn how to do this. It's quite... It's pretty easy, actually. Okay. Um, it's... It, it's <laughs> The, the bad stuff, it's it's probably in our minds it's not bad stuff, but like all the junk food and all the, the stuff that tastes really good, it's temporary on your taste buds. It's very, very temporary, right? Think about the long-term ramifications of what that's going to do to you. For me, healthy food, from an early age, I've had a really bad metabolism. Um, I've always... Um, had intolerances to, towards like so many foods and the older I get the worse it gets so for me it, it, it was quite easy if I keep yeah. eating this crap food it's going to be very detrimental to my progress but now I get to the point where I associate a good clean healthy food to looking good yeah, my right. skin yeah. is usually better um, I'm obviously looking more fit mental clarity is the biggest one for me I, I, I think mm. and this is my belief only this is a bit hippie and spiritual I think a lot of our our mental health issues the negative issues come from our diets processed sugar is shit excuse my French is terrible it's like a drug it's really 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 bad for us Um, for me gluten doesn't work gluten this is going to sound really hippie and not everyone (laughs) believes me with this but gluten for me makes those negative thoughts really come out yeah, yeah, and I, I find if I cut out gluten, it's it. I'm a lot uh, healthier in in yeah. mind, yeah. and I can I can feel it as well. Sometimes I'll be thinking about something like, why am I thinking that way? That voice of doubt is talking too much. I'm like, ah, I had gluten last night. That for me, that's what it is, mm-hmm. and I've told that to a few people. Um, I think someone was saying the other day there's there's science behind that now. There's a bit of scientific backing. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to learning more about that. There's actually in here over that section of the bookstore. You may have told me that. Yeah, yeah I think oh, it probably yeah, was yeah, me. Because yeah, yeah. there's huge science between the connection between the gut and the mind. Oh, yeah. And yeah. all the gut um, bacteria that's in there um, and then the nerve signals and th- um, hormones that are released that make us either feel yeah. anxious or depressed it or whatever. Was you. It was and you, there's yeah. some really fantastic books over there. There's one over there that I'm reading at the moment, Julia. Uh, by Julia Gerdes or something? I can only just see it. Oh, the ha- but there's that's... Happy Bell, I can see over there. Yeah, no, next to that, oh, it's called Gut, gut good as well. Something. Uh, that one, just uh, nah, your gut? Uh, oh, anyway, it's it's brilliant. There's a few good ones over there. So that, I, that one there? Next to that one, Kai. <laughs> it's well, okay, Kai's just grabbing well, a whole yeah, bunch of books. Well done, Kai, good work. <laughs> no, Thank you. That but, one. Nah, not this one. But that's okay. I've, I've seen quite is a bit of her good? stuff. Yeah, Lee Holmes. Yep. Yeah, she, she's really good. But some of these ones are definitely worth digging into. There's more and more research coming out now that says big connection. And I think like Huge. in terms of the gluten aspect, um, you know, if you're really stressed in in life or you're not eating the right foods or um, whatever's going on, you can inflame the whole gut, and then that your gut is main part of your body's immune system it's like 80 percent of your cells immune system lives in there and if that's not happy and then you're eating something like gluten which has been tampered with now with gmos yeah genetically modified you just yeah you just can't you can't tolerate it anymore exactly i i don't think you're being silly or airy fairy and it's not magic yeah good 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 it's real (laughs) yeah because i'm not all i don't always go down western medicine 
side, even so, though yeah. you are with him. I'm with Western Medicine. Medicine. <laughs> I am, I but, am. Yeah, we've spoken about that, but, but yeah. Um, so how you were said about our mental clarity with eating. Mm. Do you find then having this um, fitness um, regimen and healthy eating and all of that is best for you when you are public speaking or on TV? It has a huge change yep. for your performance? Huge, yeah. Yeah, um, public speaking and, and being on TV, you want to be on, on your game. Yeah. Obviously, you want to be doing, you want to have that mental clarity to be able to um, to speak clearly. Yeah. Um, have, have the energy and stuff as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, speaking speaking clearly and speaking properly is, is something I aspire to do better because of like the motivational speaking, which you've touched on. I'd mm-hmm. love to, to think of myself as, as a motivational speaker or to help people more. Mm-hmm. Maybe not necessarily a motivational speaker, but um, yeah. If, for instance, if I would be doing something on a Monday morning, if I needed to give a talk um, or needed to be on TV, mm-hmm. I'd probably curb drinking for the weekend. Right. I probably wouldn't go out on the weekend because I know that it would just be detrimental to that. I wouldn't be sharp. I wouldn't be on the ball. Um, and, and and yeah, I think I think that's pretty. If you like the night it. before anything, is there anything that you just won't eat, like? Does oh. that affect like gluten? Your... I just won't eat that full stop. Okay. But yeah. Like... Maybe one percent of the time, one percent, and and then the next day, dissociation again. I know that it's going to make me feel terrible. Yeah. So what's the point? I yeah. associate it to pain, and not pleasure. Mm-hmm. Actually, I was, I was here a couple of weeks ago, just across the road, and it was with that agent of mine and a mm-hmm. few uh, good friends, and at the end of the night, I was starving. The only thing that was open was the pizza store next door. Uh, and I was like, have you got any gluten-free options? I'm like, no, sorry. And the pizza looked unbelievable. And I was starving. I trained that day. I hadn't really had a lot to eat. I was like, well, oh, one piece isn't going to hurt me. And the next day I felt terrible. Gut issues, yeah. mentally. I was like, yeah. It's just, nah. That's just made me think. You would have trouble with carbs, like with trying yeah. to bulk up and trying to eat all these carbs after exercise, but you yeah. quite... Well, rice, sweet potato, oats... Yeah, right. I found yeah. like really good, yeah. good sources of carbs. So, um, yeah. so, so yeah, it's not. It's it. yeah. What's what was it? Bread really? Bread and pasta. Yeah. Bread and pasta. Cereals? I don't need pasta. Cereals as well. I don't really eat cereals. Okay. I've yeah. eaten bread in a very, yeah. very long time, so it doesn't really bother me. Yeah. When I go to Europe, it does bother me a bit because the bread is very good over there. Yeah. Um, but and it's. I think it's. It's prepared differently over there. It's not as genetically modified okay. as we have it here in the US. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah. Mm. All right, last question. It's it's uh, it's around optimization. If there is one thing that you would tell people to implement into their life to better optimize their mind, mm. what would it be? Um. Uh, presence i think being as present as possible yes meditation does help meditation it may not work for you to start with but it will it's it's like training a muscle yeah at the start it's going to become very sore and you're probably not going to want to do it but with time and with training it, it gets better I'm, i remember first meditating when i sorry first started meditating a lot of thoughts come into your mind and we all we're all thinkers mm-hmm. at the end of the day we've all got these thoughts going on in our mind the better you get at that um, the better it will become, the easier it will become. I find guided meditation doesn't work for me. When okay. I start having a voice mm-hmm. that's, that's explaining for, for, for me what to do, I find I start concentrating on who's behind that voice, who that person Creating is. Creating a person. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, you know, and analyzing how Where does this person live? <laughs> what do they do for an occupation? And I start to think that. Well. So I would prefer nature sounds. Okay. For me, I, for me obviously, the ocean is, is huge. A lot of people may not be around the ocean. So, to, to optimization to really be as present as possible by appreciating the small things in life. I find like nature brings me so much enjoyment, yeah. so much happiness. Just being able to soak in like clouds, uh, the sunlight, um, rain, mm. uh, the ocean, like. It, nature if you see how many birds there are when you just stop and have a look and look around how many awesome birds there are around yeah like just this morning we i was with a friend and we saw a pack of seagulls and they were just doing 
some obscure stuff. I've never seen it before. <laughs> and just to be there witnessing that and, and not to have that voice of doubt that yeah. just keeps going and going. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I have the ability to 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 stop that voice of doubt. We were always communicating with ourselves and a lot of the time, especially people that are getting depressed or have anxiety, there's that voice of doubt. I have the ability to tell it to shut up. Okay. And I've thought just recently about this, is like if, if someone was, was talking about, it, this is analogy I have, someone was talking about your best friend and say, you know, your best friend's really not that good looking and they're not really that confident and they're this and they're that. What would you say to it? What Good would you point. say? What, yeah. If they were saying that about Kai right now, if someone was saying, you know, he's not really that good looking, he's not really um, that confident, he doesn't have yeah. a lot of friends, yeah, you know, no one back, likes him, what would you say to him? I would totally go back and defend and say all the good things. No, he has this, he does that, he, all the good things. So, think of that voice of doubt. That's, they're saying exactly the same thing about you. Oh, that so is. why don't you just say, excuse me, shut up. Shut up, will you? Yeah. That's, that's not true. That's not true. So once you start finding that love for yourself, that voice of doubt, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, that's, that's not true. Stop talking like that. That has blown my mind. <laughs> that is so good. Right? I am going to do that. I'm going to do that. <laughs> I've cool. just thought of that in the last like two weeks. I said that to someone the other day. I was like, yeah, it makes so much sense. If someone was talking about any one of my friends or family, I'd say, shut up. So yeah, I have enough love for myself mm. to tell that voice of doubt to shut up. Yeah. Just, just be just quiet, be quiet, okay? And yeah, reflect on how awesome you and are. And that voice of logic and that voice of love to really flourish. Mm. Yeah. Love it. And then you'll find more presence in, in life and you'll be able to, to really embrace the things that are going on around yeah. you. Because yeah. there's so much going on that you can become aware of, but we're so aware of this voice, this communication with ourselves. So... Thanks, Mac. Thank you, I've Alex. So it's been an absolute you. pleasure. <laughs> I've learned so much from you guys. So thank you. Thank you very much. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Mac Reed. And I just want to say thanks so much, Mac, for sharing your story with us and your insightful advice. I think the big takeaway message here is to embrace your journey and just have fun and don't be too harsh on yourself. Again, if you want to see what Mac is up to, you can check him out on Instagram at mccain.read. Now, before you go, we have a fantastic giveaway. We've got two books from the Beaufort Street Bookstore on gut health. To go in the draw to win these, simply review and subscribe to this podcast. The details of when the winner will be drawn are in the show notes. Also, I have a select number of private health coaching sessions available for you to book, um, which you can find out through our website, which is ikuku.com.au. So that's spelled I-K-U-K-U.com.au. Or you can book through my personal Instagram, which is at Alexandra underscore Shep, or on our Ikuku Insta, which is at Ikuku underscore A-U-S. Uh, you can also go onto our website to find out any live events that I'll be attending and when I'll be hosting our online webinars. Um, and then don't forget to check out the show notes for special references and links and any other giveaways that we have available for you. Thanks for listening to the iCuckoo podcast at iCuckoo.com.au.